Yo, Broski, turn the gain up. Hey, yo, Ren, turn that up. They won't swap, we let them sticks breathe. Now my kind, I think they misbreathe. Throw out that ride like I'm fishing. Another level, I'm on a big lead. They want some money like a bitch, please. Fry like, yeah, yeah. We still fly like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, man? We're back, we're back, we're back, man. Um, NBA season's on, on its way, man. Preseason started, everything's going on, everything's... The ball's rolling, man, to put it kindly, like... I don't really know what to say in terms of this right now, but like, I'm excited to see what's coming up with the NBA season. But it is still the hardware report. You guys thought we left you hanging. We're never gonna do that, man. Uh, big things we want to talk about today. Uh, I, I, I won't talk about it too much. I'm gonna introduce the man in first, and then we'll get into the topic. So, Kev, talk to me. How you been since we last spoke? Oh, it's good to be back. Still, NBA is in full effect. So my evenings are a lot better now. Um, once the regular season starts, seven o'clock is everything shut down. I'm ready to go. Um, we're not doing league pass. We're not court surfing, but we're watching it a different way. I'm not going to say what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> Big facts, man. I miss court surfing. I don't know if you guys remember that. It might be a bit of a throwback. They don't know about the court surfing on the, on the score, man. No, nah, the score was, yo, the score was one of the greatest sports channels ever. So yeah, they that had me watching way. hockey every morning and things. Madness. Yeah. I even miss a little the little office conversations they used to have, bro, in the, in the commercials. Yeah, yeah. But Chris, talk to me, man. How you been? I'm out here, yo. Um, I don't know, yo. It's one of those things where I got to temper expectations because I'm, I'm, I find myself watching these preseason games moving like they're actually regular season games. But then you realize that the regular season is legit, like what, in about a week? And that's nothing, so. It's it's proper. Yeah, NBA season is gonna start out, so I guess this is a bit of a condensed preseason. And I, honestly, like, I'm using this as like a proxy for summer league because I really miss summer league. Like, I know we're even supposed to go to summer league one year, so I'm kind of just using it. I'm watching it through that gauge, if that makes sense. Um, summer league is dead, fam. I hope not, man. I'm trying to go there. Like, they're not playing the good players, like the players that get drafted high, they're not playing them. They're on a, a baby thing. The rest of man's just dead. Sad, but. It's true. It might be facts, though. But nonetheless, we got a big thing. We got a big docket today. We got a lot we got to talk about. So um, we're first going to start off with the ESPN Top 100 list, and then we'll get into some preseason overreactions because, again, it's only been two two days. But we need something to talk about with the preseason because some of those games are wild. But nonetheless, um, let's get into the ESPN Top 100 list. So for those of you that don't know, every year ESPN releases a controversial list of who they think is the top 100 players in the NBA going into the next season. Uh, so just to provide a little bit more context, they basically pull NBA scribes, media, and ex- NBA scribes, NBA media personnel, and experts, and ask them, who are the NBA's top players for the upcoming 2021 season? And then they tabulate the scores. Um, every year, this, this list has a bunch of bullshit going on and people look at it like it's either the holy grail or it's a piece of rubbish so um let's dig into it uh just off rip what do you guys think about the list as itself not in terms of how they score players but just overall in terms of espn releasing the list every year it's 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 created just to generate conversation so it's shit and here we are again so they did their job we're talking about it (laughs) 
the job is done still it is what it is like honestly i would think that you know if if they're gonna put experts and media personnel behind it then they would have you know tried a little harder to actually put out a product that people legitimately like respect like it could ha- it could be a thing like how they have it in the N- in the NFL like who makes the you know NFL top 100 that's a big event for man's in the NFL like man's are even getting trophies and shit but it's because they try to do it properly you know what i'm saying so like if they had tried to do this properly maybe it would have been a thing but they rather get the clicks and then we're off it in a week but isn't that what they're in it for? The media is the media. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. The NFL's the NFL, right? I think if the NBA did, it would be a bit differently. But yeah, that's what ESPN's in it for. That's exactly what they're in it for. A man cooks up this list, I'm going to say two weeks max. And you generate some buzz. And I feel like it always drops in a time where the news is dry. Cause I don't know if you guys notice, like certain reports will come out. They'll say certain men are unhappy in certain teams when there's nothing to talk about. And I feel like this list is always right on time. When, this, when stuff starts drying up, they drop this, and then everyone has something to talk about for the next couple of days. You got a player that's going to get cheesed. You, DeMar DeRozan is just perennially cheesed at this list. So, you know, you're always going to get something out of him. You're going to have a guy that goes way too high. So, but again, I'm talking shit about it, but here I am. I was the one that proposed talking about it. So, yeah. again, it is what it is. So, let's dig into it. So, we got the top 10. Um, we can start there. So, we have LeBron at 1. AD at 2, Giannis at 3, Luka 4, Kawhi 5, Kevin Durant 6, Damian Lillard 7, Steph Curry 8, James Harden 9, and Nikola Jokic rounding up the top 10. Like I'll, put, I'll say this just off the bat. I'm not mad at the top 10 because I feel like that is the consensus top 10, but the ordering's off to me. I can't put Anthony Davis as the second best player in the league. I can't do that because he's, not, he's yeah. not doing it on his own team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Have we had this conversation. Like? Yeah, yeah, we had this conversation before. For me personally, again, like looking at this top 10, no issues whatsoever. As Rob says, the order could be off, but you got the right guys in there, in my opinion. And like, I don't want to nip. There's so much more wrong with this list outside that top 10 that for me to look at this and complain, it's just like, it's not that big of a deal. I think you swap Giannis and Anthony Davis. Um, Luca had a quiet, I'll, I'm cool with it. KD, I would have put him a bit lower just coming off the ace to Achilles injury. Um, I definitely probably would have put Dame ahead of him just because, again, I don't know what he's looking like. So, I'm okay with with AD being being number two, strictly off the fact that you know he definitely could have won Finals MVP. Right? It wasn't like a a wide margin that kept him from that award. And if that was the level of play that he was just playing in the finals, the type of things that he was doing on the defensive end was ridiculous on the offensive end was ridiculous. Like I have no problem with them putting him at number two because to, uh, nobody in the league can do what K, what, what AD can do. And it's, he's probably like the best big of our generation. And that's a high praise when you start talking about guys like Kevin uh, Garnett and Tim Duncan, I would take AD before I would take those guys. But so you see, Chris, this is my problem. We say that, but those guys have MVPs and have made it far on their own. I've never seen AD do much on his own. So how are we going to say that? Well, Tim Duncan got far on his own. AD and Kevin Durant's story is similar in the fact that they were with Kevin franchises Kevin that weren't. Final, yeah, eh? sorry, Kevin Durant, Durant my fault. Yeah, but like, he went to the finals. He went one year. 
AD right. hasn't done that. Four, and that's it. AD hasn't done AD that. Can, but that's why I said AD and Kevin Garnett are much in the same, where they really didn't do that much. He went to one finals, and that's it. But that's still more like, than half a guy. Put like this. There's not too many guys that even get to a finals at that. And to do it on your own and be an MVP and a defensive player of the year, those are heights that AD has never reached on his own. So how are we throwing them in the same conversation? Because of the talent. The talent is just undeniable. But it doesn't translate. Of course it translates because it It translates in other areas. It just doesn't translate. Before he went over to the Lakers, when he was on the Pels, and he really only had like two Pels teams that were worth anything in his for his time there. But he was what they call him the PER king year after year. Like Sam, no one's arguing the talent though. But that's what I'm saying. But you're true. But but you're basically in, in my mind for you to say why are you putting them in the same breath? That means you're arguing talent to me. No, no I'm arguing accomplishments. I just told you because again, yo, fam, as talented as AD is. It has never been, it has not been able to translate when he was on those Pelicans. And that was a lot of years, right? I, again, I can look at Kevin Durant, sorry, Kevin Garnett and say, okay, you were in the playoffs. You touched a, a NBA finals. I can't say that about AD. And my, my kind of, what my thing is, is that since he touched the Lakers now and he's playing LeBron and now he has a championship, man's just washing away what happened before this. And because we know the talent, fam. Right, again. But okay, but I knew the talent back then too. This isn't new to me, and I don't think it's new to you either. So why couldn't he do even half of what he just did last year in terms of winning I, games? Because he only had two teams that were worth anything, and one of the teams hey, boogie half, went down do in December. Quarter. Do half, do a quarter. All, all he has to his name as in the playoffs is sweeping the Portland Trailblazers, which man's believed to be like a huge collapse. So for me, it's. Again, I'm not arguing talent. I know how this guy is talented. He's probably one of the most talented guys I've ever seen. But there's a reason why it's not translating. I don't necessarily know the reason why, but I know it, it hasn't translated the way it has for certain other guys. Because at his size, being able to do as many things that he could do, his team should have been a lot better. Even that last year, where before he left, this guy was dropping 30 and 12, but they were still getting slapped every night. Yeah, because he was again. Okay, okay, but can, who was on Kevin Garnett's team that touched the finals? He had thing. He had what's his name? He had Kevin Garnett had more players than Anthony Ooh, Davis. Who? He had, no, he had Sprewell. He had um Charles Sprewell. Oh but my god. AD had had Drew. No? That, was a, fam, that was an all NBA player for, for a couple of years. <laughs> what are you talking about? He got an all NBA in nineteen ninety-three. That's not even KG's not even in the league them times. I'm, I'm just talking about the talent. So you can't move like Sprewell isn't talented. Yo, fam, Latrell Sprewell is on Minnesota. Or wasn't, or wasn't, or wasn't talented. He averages 16 points a game. It was three rebounds. Fam, it was still a former All-NBA player. He also had, um, what's, I can't remember I, the point guard. So what name. you're telling me is that Gasol is, is we're going to look at Gasol like an All-NBA player, former All-NBA player? Mark Gasol? That's, no, but we look at him as a former All-Defensive player, and we saw the value that he brought. That was his role. It was to be the anchor. And he and he filled it admirably. Yeah, more one, than admirably. One man, one no, man no, what I'm, to the fan what I'm saying is Mark Mark Gasol is an all NBA player. So are you looking at the Lakers acquisition of Mark Gasol as a former all NBA player? No, when it comes to Gasol, I'm looking at it as a former all defensive player. That's what I'm but looking at. But he has at. more all NBAs than all defense. 
I, I understand that. But I'm saying the role that he's playing in, the role that he's coming in to do, is more inclined to the defensive end. So when and I look Charles at the Gasol, role, when I look at Gasol, I would say, I would say, I right, that's a former all defensive player that you have on your team. That should be good. And my point is, Latrell Sprewell's role on the Timberwolves was not all NBA because that man averaged sixteen and three. Okay, so let me know who who um other than Drew other than Drew Holiday who did he have? We can't just say other than Drew Holiday. We can't we can't just well, say we're, we're we're disqualifying we're disqualifying Sprewell. So I'm gonna disqualify Drew. Okay, so then who they're in the same boat then? Exactly. So they're in the same boat. They had the same. Which talent is my there. fucking point. No, 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 no. They did not have the same. They did not have the same you talent. When I'm saying that you just said that. What I'm saying, no, no, no. Mind you're trying to mind you trying to fuck up my words right now. What I'm saying is, right? If you're gonna disqualify Sprewell, you have to disqualify Drew. After you do that, I can still name other players on KD's team that were doing things. You can't Ooh. name one player on Things team that was Ooh, doing things. things. On KG's let me uh, let me pull up the roster right now. No, I see. No, that's, I see that's, that's not the same thing. Fam. <laughs> that's, that's it the same is because I yo I asked you guys what was the point guard's name and I can't remember the point guard. Might as well wanna might as well wanna give me no blight, so I gotta look it up myself. But if you can't remember, then doesn't that say something? He's not notable. No, it doesn't because I can't remember people that are playing in current NBA right now. If you're putting man's on the spot like that, that means nothing. But you can remember the nice good players, right? Nice well, try. You, you know nice, the good nice try. Nice try. Nice try. Nice yeah, fucking try. Good. Let's move Rubs. forward, man. Yeah, let's move forward. Because one nice part, of the AD, <laughs> part of the AD fan club. But... He remembers they're good, but he can't remember who they are. I know those ones. <laughs> but, yo, honestly, like, the top 10, like, again, the number, the players itself, I, I'm, I'm not mad at it. It's just the ordering. Like, I don't have 82. I'm definitely not putting Luke over Kawhi. I can't do that. Um, KD is what it is, and like James Harden at nine, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't I don't really know what to to tell you about that. But like he, the the ordering could be much 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 better. I feel like it is what it is at this point. But let's move forward a little bit. So obviously we all got a chance to kind of briefly look at the list and kind of note some people that we see might be out of order. Or out of position, uh, is there any like notable things that you think that are outrageous in terms of where they place guys? Uh, me personally, I think just to start this off, let's just get cooking. I think <sighs> CJ McCollum at twenty seven is nuts. Still, um, he's small. He can get a bucket, obviously, but aside from that, what is he doing? Why CJ McCollum had a Kyle Lowry or Trey Young? Or Middleton at that, to be honest. Fam, I can go literally down the list. Why CJ McCollum ahead of Fred Van Vliet, realistically? At least I can say he goes out there and defends. Yeah. So for me, I think... Go ahead. I would say CJ and and Fred are in the same... One's defending. I'm actually sorry still. Yeah, one's defending, but one's a better offensive talent. So it's like they knock each other off. So and like I've seen, I've seen CJ come up in Game Sevens and drop forty, and win. And I saw Van Vliet in the finals. Okay, but we saw Van Vliet as a, like what fourth option that one year in the finals. Yeah, but I saw what he did in the finals, and again, I just I just heard last topic that the finals is it washes away all your sins still. So hey, no, but fam, it doesn't work like that. 
and you know it doesn't work like that because we're talking about one being we're talking about one guy being the quintessential leader the one of the pillars like it has to end with you type of type of guy type of guy that that's getting that type of attention and then we're talking about a fourth fifth option it's two different things and you know that yeah and again we'll get to another guy in this list who's a fourth fifth option but he's ahead of number ones who were the end all be all is them so again that and chris you, you are right but right let me move on to the next man og's ranked 54th or where was he 60 68th my apologies og 68th and he's a fourth or fifth option and he's ahead of d'angelo russell he's ahead of demar Derozan. where they're the number one guys where the buck stops with them they're ahead he's ahead of john collins so i can explain that as well speak to the fact that he's a number four or five option and he didn't really do anything no but i can explain that i can explain that as well but explain to me that part first and then explain the rest of the why you have them over. Just explain that specific part to me first. Okay, so guys like D'Angelo Russell, they haven't done anything. So it's like it's easier for you to put a guy who is a quintessential glue guy keeping things together, a defense. What, OG's probably the best perimeter defender in the league at his position. After you get past the Kawhi oh. and the and and uh after you get past like the the superstars. Fam, after you get past the superstar, he's one of the best defenders in the league at his position. Hands right, down. Right, but that's all. Okay, start with that next time. Please go ahead, finish. Go ahead. Like, absolutely hands down. So, like, it's easy for me to put a guy like OG over D'Angelo Russell because you know one guy is is contributing to winning basketball year in and year out. Especially when the other guy hasn't gone anywhere. Like, Wait, that's not fair, though. I'll tell you why that's not fair. It's not fair because we're looking at the two guys in two different chasms. You can't look at one guy and say, you're an ancillary piece and all you have to do is go out there and worry about hitting the shot and playing defense, and I'm going to put you above a guy that has to carry a load offensively. Because it's not but fair. It, it's not showing uh, the same burden. Yeah, okay. D'Angelo Russell's not even the one to go to, to me. Take like, it in. I, one, guy, I, it, one guy is carrying the load offensively and he's not doing it well. The other guy is carrying the load defensively, and he's doing it great. He's not. He's not. He's not a rim protector, man. He's a wing defender. Let's calm it down. Okay, and, and who, he's a great defender, but he's not like oh he's if, if he's not on the court. It's not the Raptors don't play well or whatever. I, I wouldn't say that. But again, you can don't, leave D'Angelo Russell because that's probably the worst example there is on that of, of I mentioned a guy like Demar Derozan who has done something, right? He's done more than OG because a man like OG when we made that finals one, that nigga wasn't playing. No, nah, he wasn't. He so, was hurt. Right. So again, what has OG done in comparison to DeMar DeRozan? So right now, a man says you can have DeMar DeRozan or you can have OG. You're taking DeMar? In a vacuum? Yes. For one season? For one, yes. This is what this is about. This isn't projecting. It's not supposed to be for the nah. future. I'm taking... I'm not, no, I'm not projecting. I'm talking about this year. Like, if a man says you can have... You can trade off... You, you have a, a blank slate because I understand that when rosters are built, right. rosters are built... You have, okay, rosters, so you're right? So I'm talking about you have a blank slate. Have, you're telling me you don't have no score on your team. You don't have any, you don't have anything on your team, and you're gonna I go for the guy. Like, Blank slate. You can build right, your right, team right. however you want to build your team, right? And they come no, to no, you no, and they say, no, "That's not fair." You can build your team How different. What I'm saying, because you can build your team different from you. What I'm saying is, right? The very say you have, a, you have no ro- players on your roster right now. Your first pick is between OG and Demar. Yes, you're taking OG. Yes, you're where drunk. are you gonna get your scoring from? You're drunk. Fam, because I, I just told you, like, I can get other players that do what DeMar does better. 
You see, Robs, and that's the problem because he thinks these guys are. He thinks these guys are easier to find than the OGs. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like you can't look at them. But, like, but they are. They're not. They are. They are. A guy that scores better than Demar Derozan. Who? Who? Who are you gonna find? Sam, I'm talking about a guy that what does what Demar Derozan does better. Just, like I can get. Just, there's so many yeah, other so players asked. that score in the league. There's so many other players that score. And there's in the players league. who defend better than OG. What's your point? Fam, there's not players. Okay, this is why I said after you get past the the superstars, or, or after yes, you get past the Kawhi yes, and the PGs and whatever, who are those players? Compared. Who are those players that 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 that? PG Tucker, Covington. That's no. took off my head. No, Covington is not a better defender than than OG. I'm talking about what OG does. Covington is a help defender. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get this. Hold on, hold on. The problem, Chris, is that. What are you? Who can you go? No, 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 no. Answer this question for me. Who can you put? Who can who? Who other name other players where you come into the game and you know for a certain he's going to defend the next players, the next team's best offensive talent, best offensive wing, and you can just write that off. You write that off. See, that's, that's OGs for the entire night, and you walk if away. Talk, if a man's I, guarding a star, nobody writes off a star. No player writes off a star. Fam, but, even but a man, he write even it off with OG. Prime, writing off. Key. Fam, oh when I say when I say right off, when I say right off, I'm talking about you put him on OG and that's it. You put OG on the mat and that's yo, it. You put OG on KD two years ago. That's it for KD. Fam, OG as a rookie was guarding LeBron James in the in, in I don't the know, I don't care what he was. Okay, do you write oh, off LeBron or do we get swept? He. What are you talking about? Right, I'm talking about when you the game plan is OG has LeBron done. That's right enough. Well, hold on, Chris, Chris. If you're looking away. at if you're looking at OG in that in that in that light, why isn't OG made an all defensive team? If you're talking about him like he's the guy, the stopper, why is he made an all defensive team? Because if he's not making why, all why, defensive team, like you're moving like he hasn't gotten votes. But that doesn't you're matter. Like he, he, he didn't. Of course, make it. Right, you got it. You got it. He's you never it. made it. So you're talking about you like he's it. the stopper. If he's the stopper, why is he not? Yeah, you're talking about like like he's like in year four. He's in year four, and that's okay. He's in year four, and that's okay. So he hasn't made it. So now we just have to. All right, you guys no, got this. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Okay. 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 We're not ahead of guys in year eight. That's all I'm saying. I'm not putting him at a guys in year eight. I remember that. That's all I'm saying. Still, I'm just not going to remember. What has to happen? Now it's going to happen. He could very well make all defensive team this year. That doesn't mean he did it in the past. I'm talking about right now. I don't know what he's going to do this year. I know what certain mans have done all throughout their career already. I'm not projecting. Sorry. Yeah, it don't make sense to me. Um, Zion at 19. The NBA has a love affair with this guy. I'm not even saying the NBA. The media has a love affair with this guy. Like, to put him against ahead of guys like even Bradley Beal, Carl Anthony Towns, like it, it doesn't sit well. Trey Young, like it, it doesn't put it, 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 it doesn't sit right in my head because it's like I know Zion, I think Zion's good. I'm not even gonna say I know he's good. I think he's good, but like realistically speaking, like what, what's best case scenario for Zion? Bro, not, not, yo, not before I get to the man played twenty games, so miss me. I don't care. <laughs> don't put him on this list. I don't want to see him ahead of John Morant. Don't give a man rookie of the year and then come put. Well, you know what? Whatever. He was injured, so that's fair. Don't put Zion ahead of ahead of Paul George. Don't put him ahead of Jamal Murray, Bradley Beal, Carl Anthony Towns. Don't put him ahead of Pascal. I don't want to see it. I don't care. Don't put him ahead of Gobert. I'm sorry. I don't care. I, this is the thing. I'm not with the project. Obviously, you can project to an extent. But when a man plays 24 games, don't put him ahead of Bradley Beal, who's been getting buckets for years. Yeah, you can't put him ahead of Bradley Beal. And you can't put him up. But is he ahead of? Yeah, he is ahead of Bradley Beal. He's ahead of Carl Anthony Towns. Like... 
I understand that Carl Anthony Towns for the first time got injured and maybe he has an injury tag or, you know, his mentals are on a upswing right now. So we don't really know what's popping in with that. But like, nah, it's it's ridiculous. Like there's a lot of players where you can actually drop Zion down a whole lot of Zion players. Might like, seventy on my list. Though. Yeah, like there's a there's a there's a there's a good amount of mans that he shouldn't be in, ahead of. But at the end of the day, like he did do some some things where in his twenty four minutes of time he was electric in some areas, but he was also very trash in other areas. And certain mans don't love defense. I love defense, and he was pathetic in the pick and roll. He was pathetic as a rim def- a, a rim protector. So it's like, what is he like? He I would more so put him down into like the fifties only because I feel like his complete impact isn't there yet. But when you go out there and you start averaging 24 points, even though it's only, I think it was like 22, 24, something like that. And it's only in 24 games. It's like, yeah, man's are going to boost you up. Man's are going to say, okay, if Zion comes in, he has a full time to work now. You know, he should have no restrictions on him. And he, if he already showed us, he can drop 20 a night before, like, where could he go from here? You know what I'm saying? So, it is what it is. Who you got next, Robs? Robs? It's looking like we lost right. the man still. Uh, uh, one guy I was looking at is Victor Oladipo at 47. Bro, I'm sorry. That guy's washed. When I saw his knee, like, basically hanging down his leg, I knew there was a chance this wasn't coming back. Like, First of all, his one year when he was an All-NBA player was it was so far off from what he had previously done in his career that like you, he needed to come back out the next year and prove with us again that this is really you. You weren't just hot this entire season. Because Mads can get hot for 82. It sounds stupid, but we've seen in the past. Certain Mads can get hot for 82. So for him to come out the next season and not look the same, his need to basically explode, and now he's back and I watch him and like the athleticism and his ability to get to the, to the rim, finish even play defense, get in the passing lanes, like it's just all gone. So for me, and on top of that, he's has a diminished role on this team. So I would even have him on this list. I feel like it's kind of even unfair to have him above a guy like TJ Warren, who, as I search right now, is in 63 and Depot's in 47. So for me, that's not fair. They have Depot ahead of Sabonis, which is fuckery by three spots. Um Chris, what do you think? I'm not rocking with it. And it's one of those things where, yes, I understand that he had that magical run. I don't know. I don't know. What is it like three years ago now? Like at least two years ago, he had that run and that's fair. But like at the same time before that, you know, there's a reason why he got traded out of OKC. You know, there's a reason why he got traded out of Orlando. And that's looking like the player that that's returned. And it's a player where, sure, like... If you can get, if he can get back to, you know, he probably won't ever have the explosion that he had on defense where he was like 2.4 steals and damn near a block a game. Or like, you know, a guy where you can just like give the keys to your offense to and just let him cook. You know, those days are probably over. And if those days are over, that means that he's basically a glorified role player because we do remember what he did before. It's not as bad as IT where he can't you literally just can't can't play him anymore because it's just it's just a wrap but we got to start changing the the expectations on him like we got to start looking at him like an auxiliary player like a player that you just say okay after you get past you know your pillars 
in, in the case of Indiana, it would be TJ Warren and Sabonis. Then you can say, and Victor Oladipo can chip in where he chips in, you know? And that this him being in the top 50 doesn't reflect that. Yeah, and I, I don't know if you guys remember, like, back in March, I was telling man, I was like, yo, man, I got to stop talking about this guy like he's ever going to return to who he is. Because as we speak about this, I remember he got injured around the Christmas time in that previous season. So we're talking, like, almost three years now, fam. Like, that's a very long time. And it's one thing when a guy like John Wall gets injured and he's been 20 and 10 for basically his whole career. And you know who John Wall was before he got hurt, Right. We don't. We didn't necessarily know if the Victor Oladipo that we saw was the Victor Oladipo going forward when he got hurt. So, when you combine the fact that we didn't know if this was really him, plus the injury, the idea of projecting him to ever get back to that or anywhere close to that is not even fair to him at this point. And it sucks because we're gonna keep looking at a player in that in that context, and it's gonna lead us to judge him unfairly and call them shit when very well, if we just look at him as a role player, he's a pretty good one. Well. Um, no, nah, but my my thing is my my worst pick, and it's just because I can't believe homies is slow. There's no way John Collins is 84. It it cannot be, bro. It cannot be. There is no way 20 and 10 is that low. It's Yo, impossible. I'm, I'm interested to find out. Well, he hasn't done anything, and his team has been shit. So I guess that that kind of is what it is. Um. Because to be fair, another twenty and ten guy in K Love is, um, I think, higher. Yeah, but that yeah, but that twenty and ten guy is at least like playing some semblance of defense, at least statistically. Like he's blocking shots. I, I like what did he have like one point six blocks, one point seven blocks last year? Like he's yeah, but like I, don't, I again, I don't know, and I because I don't pay attention to him per se, but like I don't, I'd, I'd be interested to see what his actual like advanced numbers say on defense because obviously we know the blocks can lie. Yeah, but the, right. the his the thing is though, like his advanced numbers, it's even it's unfair because like he has to play beside Trey Young. So like his advanced Fam, not, come on, man. Fam, wait, wait, sorry, you have Trey Young what's, beside what's, you, if you have Trey Young beside you and you're looking at um your uh defensive plus minus while you're on the floor, like you have an anchor beside you, like that nigga's nah, dragging plus, you down. Plus, nah, nah, real plus minus factors all that shit in. Real plus minus is supposed to factor in your teammates around you. It's supposed to be the perfect way. Not perfect, but it, it takes up the the bullshit. Like the fact that you're with some guys that are, that are dog shit. It should, in theory, it should filter out the shit players around him if, if he's playing defense. Um, So there's ways, they, they have stats that they used to filter that shit. So if those things aren't looking good, again, I don't know them, then I'd say, um, I don't think he's ranked correctly either way, but I don't think we're just going to go and say this guy's playing defense now. And we can't just excuse everybody in the on the Atlanta Hawks for not playing defense just because Trey Young doesn't play defense either, in my opinion. Rob, no, you back? You, can't, you oh. can't do that still, but... That's what, what you're doing. No, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excluding it, for, I'm excluding it for, for, for him because I know, like, of all the players that they had, like, there was probably only three mainstays. Hunter, Trey Young, in him that were like religiously on the floor all the time. So like Collins missed a lot of games though, to be fair. Play 41 games because of the suspension. Yeah. Um Karis Levert at 46. Uh I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't like this guy. I think he's I don't think he's a good NBA. I don't think he's good. 
in the sense that what people think, how everyone thinks this guy is a bucket, he can pass, pick and roll. He can play pick and roll. I should say and that. You he know does. he's a bucket, bro. Like, what are you talking about? No, I don't think. I, well, okay. I'm Obviously, the man can put the ball in the basket, but I don't think he can do it efficiently. Right? He's good in pick and roll. Passing, um, decent. He can get to the rim, but I don't think he can shoot. I think he's extremely overhyped, me personally. And I know I'm probably alone on this, and I don't care because I'll stand on that myself. I don't think he's good. I think when it when push comes to shove now, when Mads expects to win, and and he's got to be more efficient in his more limited touches, I don't think people are going to look at him the same way. And when they gave him that contract, I was I was utterly confused because he had broken his ankle, played forty minutes, and they gave him like eighteen million a year. So for me, every, that lets me know that everyone in the league see something in this guy that I purely don't. And it's not sometimes, more times, if I'm alone on a man, I'm willing to say, all right, maybe I'm wrong. This one, I'm not wrong. I'm not standing down on this one. I don't care. Fam, the man is a bucket. And for him to, for you to say, I, he can't do it efficiently if he doesn't, if he doesn't, like if he gets a smaller role. And that's fair, but that's the same thing for a whole lot of players. And and not just him. Like certain mans need to, need to have the ball in, the, in their hands in order to create, in order right, to but that's that rhythm. Yeah, He's yeah, I know, but with that said, with that said, if you're the Nets and you have this team where you're gonna have KD and Kyrie come in, Levert's not that guy. If if Levert is the guy that needs time in his hands to cook, that's the guy I don't that's the guy that's gonna make your offense look worse. That's that's a guy like Kuzma, because Kuzma could nah. be better if you give him hold on, I'm not, I'm not comparing him to Kuzma. I'm talking about the type of player where you're talking about you need the ball in your hands more, you need more feel. Cause Kuzma looked way better to LeBron, to LeBron and AD were on the same team, even the year before, because Kuzma had more chances. He had more feel on the ball. When you give the guy the ball and you say, yo, you got two seconds to make something happen or give it up, he's a different player. And if you're telling me Karis LeVert is that type of player, not comparing to, but that type of player, I don't think he's going to be successful, period, to me, at all. No. If you put Karis LeVert in like the Lou Williams type of role where he's managing things for your second unit and yeah he can play with your first unit guys as well if you want him on the court as like an extra body an extra creator an extra playmaker like i think that he can work in that role like you you tell him in the second unit when so and so is off the floor you're the second primary ball handler and you do what you need to do you score go out there be a killer you know what i'm saying there's nothing wrong with that why couldn't he do why couldn't he succeed in that role i i just I just don't think he's good enough. I don't think he is. Lou. I don't think he's anywhere close to this person. He's that's, that's crazy. He played. Crazy. He he played forty five games last year, um, with basically no one because Kyrie played nine games in total. So it was basically him and and Dinwiddie, and he averaged nineteen. Even with that nineteen points per game last year, his career average is still twelve points a game on twenty six minutes. So again, for me, it's like, how much of a bucket is this guy? And I know people were high on him before even last year. So, again, a lot of people were projecting that he was going to be something, but I just don't see it. And, again, I'm standing on that one. He's also only had, like, one healthy season. Okay, but again. Like, but that, again, that healthy season was – because, like, what what was it? The, the Last year, he, he like, fucked himself. Like, <laughs> last year? Or was it or was it two years ago? It was, not, it was the year before. I remember it was to the start of the season. He was breaking out, right? He was looking. He was scoring a lot he, of points. And then he and then fucked his, himself. Yeah, then he broke his leg. But what I'm saying is, right, okay, the man has been – first of all, he was injured in college. And now he got yeah. to the league and he's been injured basically every year. But how – you can't add that to the thing and say, okay, you've literally been injured every single year. But we're going to act like that's not the same thing going forward. 
No, that's kind of one of my. About, I'm not talking about his his availability because his availability is up for question. But what I'm also right. saying is that he's shown us it, it's one thing to be per, always injured and then maintain your tag of oh you have so much promise or potential when you haven't really showed us anything. But he showed us legitimate stretches of nah, like this guy is this guy is different. Like this guy can yeah, actually but, be some. But that's the thing with me. I don't I don't fuck with stretches, fam. Like before, I look at, I look at averages. But in that year where where um uh, he broke his name, Officer Russ, where Officer Russ went to the went to the um, All Star game, fam. The All Star on that team was Karis Levert. Nah, but he broke his. That's the same year he broke his leg, fam. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but, but that's what I'm saying. Before that, like before, right, but he played 14 games. That injury, 14 like, games before he broke his leg. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, for it, me, then he came again, back and I, he looked like shit. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is, right, a 14. He looked good in 14 games, 100. percent I'll tell you, I can say that. Right, he was getting buckets, but. For my my thing with him is, if I'm explaining to you why I don't necessarily like him, I think his jump shot is shaky, and I think he he's heavily heavily reliant on pick and roll. So for me, when you add stars now, I think he's going to look worse than he actually is. I think Mads are going to get to a point in the season where Mads are going to saying, "Yo, this guy has to be traded because he can't even get the touches that he needs to be successful." I don't think he's going to be put in places to be yeah. successful because who's on his team then? Yeah, but they're coming in saying that he has to be traded, so it ain't nothing for you to make that leap. No, they're not saying he has to be traded. They're trying to trade him for Harden. Come on, let's be fair. They're trying to trade him for Harden, not saying he has to be traded. Yeah, but like if your name is already in trade discussions before the league starts, when's the team Anyone's gets any type be of in trade discussions yeah, for Harden? But his, but, yeah, but his name is in trade discussion. Like okay, that's so what then maybe know. they don't value him that highly then. So once if the team goes in and they face any type of adversity, yeah, manager got to automatically pull his name. No, no, back no I know. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. Obviously, he's probably one of the easier man to trade. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he is not going to fit on the team. I'm not saying there's going to be adversity. They're going to be bad. And they need to move somebody. They need to make a change. He's going to be the one. I'm saying he is going to look bad because if you bring him in and you play him minutes with Kyrie and KD and the touches aren't there, he can't shoot. He's not moving off the ball like a shooter. He's going to struggle. And and again, even though I say he's shit, if he goes out there and struggles because he's getting the five seconds left on the clock touches and they're making him shoot spot up shots, that's not even his fault. That's not where he has to get to be successful. That's why I kind of look at him as a as a good player, bad team type of as a bad player, good team type of guy. Or sorry, bad, good player, bad team type of guy. Where if you give him the ball with absolutely no one else, he can cook. But if you're trying to win basketball games, he's not going to look like that guy. Uh, I agree that he's a li- he's a little too high on the list. I would say I would say that like he is a little too high. But like at the same time, he's definitely I would say I would say I would put him in like this the the sixty range. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. sixty he's to seventy of- range. I think I think Spencer's better than him, and they put Spencer uh, below him, and that one's kind of unfair too. Um, yeah, but Spencer's even worse when you're talking about like what he's gonna do with. He's definitely a nigga that needs the ball in his hands, absolutely. Yeah, so. but I see. I don't think Spencer's supposed to be a starter. I think Karis is slated as a starter, though. Mm. I think that's. I think that's why. That's why I agree with you. I think he's gonna suffer as well without the ball in his hands. But I think, and I think, and I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't like him being ahead of Kemba either, but that one. All right. So before we move on, and and we probably should go to a break so we can recover recover our man's robs. But cape for cape for cape for Draymond right now. Stuff. Explain to me why he should still be a top fifty player. Because in my book, the nigga is fucking trash. He's absolute garbage. No, no, so no. Like, but yo, again, cape. Let me right? know why. Why is he in the top fifty? 
what you're asking me to do that because I'm probably the Draymond guy in this pod, right? You are the Draymond guy. By now, it's already. But here's my thing. But here's the thing. As I told you, I'm not about the projecting, fam. Draymond's not in my top fifty. If you ask me right now, now do I think that he can be back into the top fifty with a winning with a winning season? Yeah, I do. Um, but I wouldn't put him in the top fifty because I very well know there's a chance he comes out and beat any shit. My head, you can't put him ahead of Gordon Hayward. Can't put him ahead of Kemba. Can't put him ahead of Sabonis, Aiton, Nurkic. Nah, well, Nurkic, he only played like 10 games. Um, yeah, but he's better, bro. <laughs> I, no, no, I but again, I told you, I'm not projecting, fam. Again, if you play 10 games in a season and you're not a, a star, I'm not just going to move like you're still the same guy you were or whatever. So I don't, Draymond should be a lot lower, but I do think by the end of the season, Draymond could very well be even higher than this. There's a chance. Um, I think if if Warriors win games, they're going to look at him differently. A guy like Draymond, his entire value is based on if you're winning games. If you're shit, this guy looks like one of the worst players in the league and he should be hooping in Australia. And if you're good, then you can find ways. You're going to see it on the stats. You're going to be able to find ways and say, all right, he did this, he did that, he did that. I don't think he's washed yet, personally. But, I understand why an X-Man would say he's washed. That's why I'm not arguing. When men say he's washed, I don't argue because I don't have a leg to stand on. I just personally believe that. And again, I can't bring I can't bring opinion to a discussion about facts. Because the facts are he's eight, seven, and seven. I can't bring my opinion to that fact. <laughs> Bro, it's not even it's not even just about the fact that he's eight, seven, and seven. Because when I look at Draymond, I'm looking at Mr. Triple Single, yes, because that's a big part of it. But then I'm also looking at the fact that his percentages are just so fucking poor, are so poor. Like, there's not much players in the NBA that you can legitimately say are an offensive cancer on your roster. And that goes that goes into something much different, too, because he has he has the, the, the passing ability that mans want to rave. And I've been saying this for years, though, for years. Like, I've been saying this back when they were having a discussion between who should make the All-Star team, Clay or Draymond. One year they had that conversation. Because they realized they couldn't get all four mans in. And I was saying, bro, I don't want to hear the passing. Because I could pass to those guys, fam. If you put me on the floor and you're telling me I can give the ball to Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and KD one oh, year, Chris, fam, man. I'm passing. I am passing. I, know, I, can, I, I guarantee you, fam. Bro, they had him on the... They had him... He would run. High pick he and would roll run. Him, fam, exactly. High pick and roll every single play with him, Clay Thompson, or thing. He gets the ball, and all he has to do is give, shovel the pass over five feet to the left, or shovel the pass over five feet to the right, and that's an assist. Come on, fam. fam that's not fair, still. Because yo, you Come know on. why? And if we're talking about a guard, yeah. But this guy was playing. <clears throat> if you're playing the center position, and you have to make reads like that. No, there's Bro. so there's like five guys in the league that can make those reads. So it's not fair to move like I, I understand it's easier because of the players he had around him, but to average seven assists as a big man in this league, it doesn't matter who you have around him because Damn. you gotta throw hold on, you gotta see lobs, you gotta see backdoor cuts, you gotta be able to hit these shooters where they need to be hit. And that's not easy, fam. You can't discredit that. Bro, bro, bro. What it's so easy to hit a man like Steph Curry where he needs to be hit, where you just have to get it into his hands. That's what, no, that's what we're no, talking no, about, I, fam. I understand we're not that, talking about LeBron not, James doing cross-court pin, pin shoot, shot pocket uh, passes, fam. We're talking no, about a man that is five feet away from how you. Got seven assists. That's not how he got seven assists, fam. Like, come on. He's throwing, he's, he's, he's basically creating lob passes. 
right? He's moving defenses to open up the lob pass to that guy in the short corner. He's obviously hitting shooters. He's hitting guys coming off backdoor cuts. Like, come on, man. Like, I understand you don't rate him, Fine. but if that's the one thing that he has. Because, yo, if you put Whiteside on that team, he's still averaging one assist. Yeah, but Whiteside, and this is what I, I was uh, I'm trying to say about when you say a big man. Like, Whiteside is a legitimate big. And he's always he was been playing a big. His, I, no, no, I understand. I understand. But, again, you have to understand, when you're you're asking a guy who's supposed to be a guard to play big, and he was doing it well, and he can pass like that, obviously because he's shorter, he's supposed to be a more skilled player so he can pass better. Fine. Exactly. But, again, at that position, for him to average seven assists, which was at his prime is, is getting into Jokic territory and we all highly rate Jokic for his passing okay. what I'm saying is you can't just plop guys you can plop you go, you can't just plop guys into that position and they're going to do what Draymond did right. you're not so if 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 I if I give you okay I won't get seven fam I can get five if you put me nah. in Draymond I can get five Yo, I can absolutely saying, fam, get five I can they're averaging five though fam but not that's saying if you put the man the Blake, all right. if you put Blake, Blake Blake Griffin in that position, he could exactly do what Draymond would do. But we know Absolutely. Blake Griffin can pass. Absolutely. Okay, but all right. So if you put, say you, you you took and you put a guy like John Collins in that position, you don't think John Collins is getting the assist? They, no, but yo, Chris, they couldn't put him in that position because he the decision making. You're acting like you're acting like to get to the point where you make those passes is a man just passes you the ball, you turn and pass that. There's a lot of reads that you have to go through when Draymond's coming off high post or he's working out where he's coming off a high ball screen and he has. He's, wait, he's waiting to see how the second defender reacts. J- guys like John Collins, they don't do that, fam. The guys that do that, whether they're on a bad team or a good team, they average more assists than a guy like John Collins. Because a man like Horford could do it. But Horford, again... I like Mason Plumlee can career. do it, fam. Mason Plumlee's a good passer. But that's what I'm saying. So we can't act like... We can't act like... Okay, but again, if you ask me, I don't know 10 bigs in this league that are a better passer than... Mason Plumlee, except for, but I put Draymond ahead of him. A guy like John Collins averages 1.6 assists for his career, fam. You can't just say these things about Mads that have never even come close to doing it. All right. So, okay. So he has one one questionable skill in my book, and that's the passing because still, like, I'm not going to give question. it up to him. Yes, he has to make decision-making when it comes to, like, I would I will give you the decision making when it comes to the lobbing. Like he he has a lot of like drives where he has to either lob or dump off. I, I understand it's reads, that, man. right? It's reads. It's yeah, reads. I understand yes. that. And he he has a lot of those plays. But I'm taught what I'm specifically talking about is the other five of his assists when he's giving the ball to Steph Curry or Klay Thompson or KD. That's that. Those what are I'm the saying, plays I just can't rate. I can't rate. What I'm saying, right? They don't put you in that position unless you can make those reads. They don't put you in the position to pass to KD or Kyrie unless you can make those reads. There's a reason why they don't give JaVale McGee the ball to pass to Ky- to Katie or to Katie or Clay or Steph because he can't make those reads. What if those what if a defender steps up to him and they backdoor cut? Can JaVale McGee pass backdoor? No. And it sounds trivial, but majority of these bigs in this league cannot do it. And Draymond has proven to do it time and time again. You don't get seven assists, fam, by just you, five of them are not passing to wide open Clay and Curry. It's not, man. You gotta pass guys open sometimes. All right, so I'll give you the passing. What are we doing about the rest of the game? What are we doing about his ability to not finish at the rim? He can't shoot. He can't do a mid-range jump shot. Like, he's a legitimate cancer. A legitimate cancer. Okay, but here's my thing. Are you just trying to vent right now? Are you asking me legit questions? Because I told you the man was shit. I'm just telling you I think he can be better. So are you asking me how I think he's going to be better? No, I'm asking you why he deserves to be in the top 50 when he can't do anything else for passing. Okay. I just told no, you I'm just, I'm just saying, like, that was the question. That was the original question. Of course, I got under rant because I think the guy is absolute ass, but it is what it is. It's time for the break. We got to find out, you know, figure out how to bring my boy Rob's back in here and 
you know what I'm saying? He can be the actual wholesome as on get on rambling. So God leads forty seven minutes already. Jeez, um uh we'll be back. <laughs> and we're back, we're back, we're back. I mean I should say I'm back. The scammers are working hard, man. They're working overtime, trying to keep in the young nigga out and shine, but I'm back, man. They couldn't hold me down. <laughs> I'm glad to hear you guys got into a heated discussion about Draymond. I'm sad I couldn't get my piece on it, but nonetheless, let's move forward because um, we do have a little bit we got to get to. So um, we just talked about the top 100 ESPN, at from ESPN, I should say. So now we're going to get into some preseason reactions or overreactions, depending on how you guys want to spin it, because I'm definitely ready to, to jump over the bridge. So what do you guys think just overall about your first glance at preseason basketball? Uh, it's preseason still, like in terms of certain teams aren't playing the starters after the first half. Uh, it feels, it feels like real basketball. The only thing, yo, like watching these games, not having stands in their fans in their actual arena looks a lot worse than it did in the bubble still. So I got to commend them for the job they did in the bubble because they frame the cameras, they set up the, the venue to the point where it's. It's more immersive in the fact that you don't see the fans. When mans are hooping in their own stadiums, this shit looks terrible. I can't even lie to you guys. And they have the fake fan noise. It was vexing me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> now, I think what fans are trying to see still coming off of the preseason is a mellow ball. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I was definitely like. The thing I, the only thing I care about this preseason right now is looking at mellow play and see how he's moving obviously other than the man's on my fantasy team but like that's a whole other discussion but when it comes to mellow i'm looking at him and i'm like first of all when i seen that he wasn't starting i was like yo bro like is this coach trying to get fired who's he trying to fuck around with who's playing time is he trying to ramp with? and then mellow came out and mellow showed me a lot of good things a lot of good things it shows me that his rebounding is definitely going to translate because coming out there and getting like 10 boards in your first preseason game although it is preseason you're showing me that you have a knack for the ball you have a nose for the ball and i commend you for that his passing we saw that lettuce wrap that he did in the in, on the fast break when he came behind the back no look look straight ahead behind the back pinpoint pass like come on bro like there's only certain players in the league that can do something like that that type of flair to even try that, ridiculous. Ridiculous. You also, are you dissing the pass? No, no, I'm saying to do a behind the back pass there was dangerous, but it worked. So it is yeah, what it is. You know, but, but if you know you have it, you do it. You know, like that's what, that's his, his playmaking is separate because he's doing stuff on the court that other men will not try. Came, oh, look. He did something he didn't need to do. But again, continue. Uh, you got to do it because you got to show them that this is this is who I am. I got the flair. But then you, you, you got to, yo, Melo's going to have to show me. <clears throat> He's going to have to show me to get a bucket. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, I, I knew I knew you couldn't. He didn't have the explosion right now, um, if ever. But he, he should grow into something, something better than that. But like, I knew he couldn't drive to the basket and really finish at the rim. That was understandable. I knew that. Bro, that nigga was getting bumped off his spot. Like, that guy looked like he was a twig out there, getting bumped my, all over the place. If your jump shot is shaky right now, right, and you can't get to the rim, how, how are you going to score? Yeah. And that's and that's the reason why he went out there and got zero buckets last night. It's like 
he doesn't have the tools right now to to to, to get his to get his shot and like it's going to be a rough first season if that's what continues to persist a very rough season he's going to have a lot of highlight plays like we saw last night he's going to do some of the little things like rebounding uh-huh. and 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 getting some you know defensive steals just off of intuition off of like his head like heady steals but i don't know like you got to get a bucket my g you Fam. just have Watching this guy, he's basically Lonzo, but with more confidence. That's basically what I took from this. And that confidence can go a long way because Melo doesn't look like a guy that can be shaken. But these are the exact same mans. And it was kind of refreshing because it looks like they're when when they say their pops instilled in them, like to move the ball when you get the ball, look, look up, move the ball ahead. He they really mean that, and it's really facts because Anytime Melo gets the ball, he looks up. And I yeah. love those guys. Lonzo does that. And that's why I love Lonzo. They're not trying to hold the ball. If, the, if there's a man ahead that they can pass to, they're moving it. Certain point guards that, that you see get 10, 10 assists in this league, guys like John Wall and Russell Westbrook, they weren't exactly looking up when they first got it and moving it ahead. They wanted to bring it up the court and then make a pass. Awesome. Right? And I, and I love the guys because that's how I think basketball should be played. Move the ball ahead. Any chance you get Look up. As soon as you get the ball, look up. So, for me, I'm looking at him. He's just he's exactly like Lonzo, but he's taller, and I, and I, and I think he just has more confidence, and he probably has a better offensive potential than Lonzo. So for me, it's nothing bad. But I, but as Chris said, this first year is going to be rough. If you're going out there and you're averaging eight points the same way Lonzo did, you might look a bit better, but. If he's not playing defense like Lonzo, which I think he can, I kind of, I think he can. If he's not playing defense like that, it's going to be tough. In terms of him being small, Lonzo came into the league small. He bulked up the next year, so I'd expect the exact same thing from him. Yeah, he's going to get into his body. He's definitely going to get into his body, but like they really have to, priority number one going into this season and then going into the following season when he actually gets a real offseason is he has to get that shot down. He has to get that shot, and his first step off the ball in terms of pick and roll or just in ISO has to be better because if his first step can be something, you know, to write home about, then he has enough length to where now you have options. You can do your floater because he had a great floater back in Australia. This is the league now, you know what I'm saying? But he had a floater back in Australia. He can put the ball high off the glass because he has the touch. He can do a lot of things. He just has to work on the small things to give himself the advantage that he needs. But he definitely looked better than Anthony Anthony Edwards, but oh have... no, no, my God, Anthony Edwards! I was watching that. First of all, he went out there with zero buckets and looked better than the number one overall pick. So, fam, I don't understand. First of all, how is Josh Okogi starting over Anthony Edwards? Yo, it's like, the first game of the preseason. Are we just gonna still, move like this? Still, is like, still, still. All right, okay, let's let's do that then. Let's just move like this is just the going forward. So I'm I'm with it still. Let's ride. Because like the way I'm looking at it, is like, all right, cool. Let's, <laughs> let's look at it like from there. I'm rocking. All right, watch. I'm about to get real ignorant. <laughs> Because, like, Okogi, right? Who is that guy? The number one overall pick. Even if that's the case, as a number one overall pick, you have to give me some respect. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on. And then on top of that, he goes out there, and he's not even trying to get to the basket. Like, he's not even trying to use his frame. Man's out there on a pit-pat, pit-pat, pit-pat sidestep. What are you doing? Just like college, July. <laughs> yo, college, at least the man would go to the... Yo, the man was out there... I thought that would get better, man. Bro. The man was out there looking like he wanted to be Steph Curry and Dame Lillard. Like, what are you doing? His first shot was an air ball. What are you doing? 
What are you doing? Oh God, it was pissing me off. And I'm, I, I love Ant Man. Like that's my guy. Like, like I, I still think he's the best player in this draft class. But come on, man, it, it wasn't looking good. So honestly, honestly, that whole team it wasn't even looking good. I don't even know if I could watch any soda games this year. To be honest, with you. nah, they were, they were no Towns. Towns was off. Like Towns, he was getting he was crying. wide open threes, bro. Wide open was threes. Crying. He was breaking every single one of them. He was crying. I liked what I saw that D'Angelo still, Russell. Bro. I don't know if he was balling, but like. Nah, I like what I saw. The, whatever. I like what I saw the D'Angelo Russell. But when I was looking at Anthony Edwards, bro, and I'm like, bro, this is exactly why I don't rate him. This, this is why because he's out there on a dolo thing. You know what I'm saying? He's out there saying I need to get my bucket, and he, he he's just not good enough, bro. He's not good enough. Like he doesn't have the offensive feel. He just, fam. He's out there just like you said, out there. Pat patting the ball, doing step back jumpers like it's his sixth year in the league. You know what I'm saying? And I thought that his uh, his um, what do you call it? I thought that his shot selection was supposed to improve when he comes into the league. I thought that's what they told me. They're gonna get him to go downhill because he has such an athletic frame. First of all, he doesn't even look that athletic to me, to be honest. <laughs> like, yes, he's he has long ass arms, but like when you're talking about like those athletes, when you look at them and you're like, God damn, like that's an athlete. You know, your Zach Levines. He doesn't look that athletic to me. But I feel validated. My guy went out there with zero points and still looked better than the guy that went out there and shot two for nine. So it is what uh, it is. Sticking to rookies. Did man see Obi Toppin? Because I watched that game scene, and I'm saying, yo, is he going to be KG or Amari Stoudemire? For real? I don't think he's going to be either. 11 and 7 in, what, 20 minutes with the highlight dunks? You see how high he is? Hey, it doesn't matter. A man can bulk up. But if we're moving, if we're overreacting and moving like this is just law, come on. (laughs) He could be KG. What are we doing? What, what is man saying? He's trolling right now. <laughs> what are you saying? This guy's trolling stuff. This guy's trolling. First of all, the real story, man. The real story of that preseason game is is RJ. What's his over under for years in the league? Because that performance will have him in Germany. Nah, he shot forty four percent. He shot forty four percent still. RJ is bad. Did you see those highlights? Or I should say those lowlights, those bloopers. Oh, RJ, fam, that can't be. That can't be still. It just can't be. You, What's that? Maple, is that Maple Jordan or Maple Mamba? I don't remember which one it is. That, nah, it was supposed to be Maple Jordan and Maple oh, Mamba. Man. They call them both. No, 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 no. Wiggins was one of them still. Wiggins oh, yeah, yeah. Wiggins is Maple Jordan. My fault. I can't disrespect Wiggins like that. Still, that's his. That's his title from 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 <laughs> with you. But nah, yeah, Maple's putting out some suspect pros- prospects still. Fam, yeah, RJ, bro. Area. Golly, bro. My uh, RJ, he had one um, sequence where he got the ball in transition and he pulled up, right? And I was like, "Ooh, RJ, seeing you're that guy, bricked it." Then he got the ball back off of the offensive rebound and he airballed it. I was like, "No, RJ, no, 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 no." And it's 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 gonna be rough. And then your guy Nerlens Noel starting over um, Mitch Robinson, like if if that holds up. I'm off the Mitch, Mitch Robinson bandwagon. Yo, okay, here's because the thing. This is one of those years where he's supposed to, like, this, the slate is clear. You know what I'm saying? Like, he should have been coming in saying, it's time for me to kill, you know? like yeah, th- This is the thing, right, that I feel like us on the outside, we kind of miss sometimes. Because basically since Mitch Robinson's rookie year, man's have been wondering why they're not playing this guy to 
as many minutes. Obviously, he has foul issues, but aside from that, right? Man, the whole the whole idea is this team is shit anyways, so you might as well get Mitchell Robinson get some run, right? Man's were mad at at um what's his name Fitz, um yeah, the previous coach because he's not playing him, right? And then I come, I stumble across an article where Man's are saying this guy has six agents since he touched the league, and he just fired Rich Paul, who's getting everybody a bag. So now it's I'm it's starting to come clear that this guy in his there's something wrong with him. Like, I don't want to say something wrong with him mentally, but he has some issues off the court, right? And I personally believe that's the reason why the Knicks don't value him as highly as we think they should, because we've seen him in trade discussions, right? And everyone has looked, and we've kind of looked at Mitchell Robinson as this guy has bare talent and he can put this together and actually be a very good player in this league. But it never seemed like the Knicks really rated him that way. And now I'm realizing why. You see Tom Thibodeau come in and say Mitchell Robinson has a very long ways to go. They bring in a guy in Nerlens Noel who is basically Mitch Robinson type of player. So now you're getting the guy who doesn't have the head issues, who's been around the league, who has more experience, who's going to be smarter, commit less fouls. Tibbs is not going to fuck with him because a man like Tibbs is on his very last job, fam. He doesn't have know, time to so. I don't Tibbs know if he's on his, his last job. He's on his last job. Fam. Fam, the Tibbs fact that he just in. got a job like that shows me that he's not on his last job. He's on his I, last job. The Knicks I is where you go to else. die. Bro, I'm I not going to lie to you. On, on the league ESPN is Jump, on Tibbs, though. I seen Fitz on ESPN Jump Damn. with an Afro, fam. His, his job <laughs> prospects are done. That's why he let it grow. I promise you. But yo, Fitz, Fitz was... To die. Nah, but Fitz was bad, though. Like, Fitz was legitimately bad. But, oh, Fitz had one year of, of, of anything yeah, yeah, and then facts, he got booted. Facts, facts. But again, what I'm saying is like, I think Tibbs is coming in saying, yo, I don't have time to develop none of these idiots outside of the ones that could actually play. If I got a guy in Noel who can, who who literally does the same thing that Mitch Robinson does and I get a more steady player, a guy that I can, I'm more liable on, he's not going to play him or he's not going to start him. Yeah, and but I Mitch Robinson pretty, has a higher upside. So like... Right, I, I understand that. But again we're starting to realize that it's not just an on-the-court thing with Mitchell Robinson. And those are the most dangerous mans. And we said this before, because they give you the hope that they're going to be something else, but their head is a different thing. Pause. Wait, wait, wait. My fault. Still. Wait. Um, my fault. <laughs> my fault. You have to understand what I'm saying still. Because, so that's, yeah, the Mitchell Robinson thing is done, fam. This is it's a classic case of us not really know what's going on in an organization and us looking at them like yo for for because we look at the Knicks like they're gonna fuck everything up. Any good situation, any good player they have, they're gonna fuck it up. But I don't think this is one of them. It might not be one of them, but at the same time, they don't I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt either, to be honest. Like, yeah, that's fair. But I've seen the reports now where I'm saying I right, like some and yo, to be fair, in Mitchell Robinson's press conference, um, the introductory press conference, he said bringing in a guy like Nerlens is good for him because they're going to compete. He said he said he basically said he's never had a guy like Nerlens on his team before to, to push him in practice and shit. So I don't know who he was calling shit from past years, but that's what he Taj, said. Taj Gibson, I guess, but Taj Gibson would have worked that man still. So, um, <laughs> no, nah, yeah, but it's my last one is is uh. What I see from John Wall and Cousins, you know, like it was a sight for sore eyes when I seen both of those guys cooking out there, boogie out there, moving like he's top sniper. John Wall moving spry, it was great. And yes, they were playing against the Chicago uh, Baby Bulls, but you know, it was it was good to see John Wall going out there, really attacking like how he 
how he used to. Obviously, he's not Duncan or anything like that. Like I haven't seen one dunk from him, but just his, just the fact that he can still get to the rim. It looked like he can get to the rim whenever he wanted to get to the rim last night, and that right there is like, yeah, like if a guy like John Wall conquers the Achilles, like modern medicine might be undefeated from here on out. So. Yeah, until I see me, the pattern in left hand dunk, I can't say he's back yet. <laughs> but yo, he was his, his he was in dunking like that in his last year before he got hurt. But I was looking at um Boogie right, and yo, in my head, Boogie already conquered the Achilles because when Boogie came back, like he looked really good from the Achilles when he's on the Warriors, he looked really good. And then obviously his quad, ex- he tore his quad, then tore his ACL in the summer. So if he can tear his Achilles, tear his quadriceps, then tear his um. ACL and come back and be a good player in this league, then that's that's amazing. Still, I yo I feel so bad for him. A man like John Wall, he already finessed his two hundred M's, right? Yeah, but yeah. Boogie, like it's it's fucking sad. I still remember that night when we're all at Delos. Yeah, we're all at Delos crib and Boogie's Achilles popped on while he's on on his on a, a forty point, getting close to a triple double. Right before the offer break, it's fucked up still. But and that year he was legitimately not. like one of the best bigs in the league. I, yeah, I think and, he was and, averaging and, like 30, 1.3. Pels probably had their best chance that year. That was that was their chance to keep AD in town. Yeah, and that's just like that's one of the biggest what ifs still because it was clear that they had something working with the Twin Towers, and that's one of the what ifs. Like maybe AD never really does get to the Lakers if Boogie Cousins stays upright. No. Boogie signing signing bare one year deals, man. It's fucked still. It's fucked. But happy he's back. If he can stay healthy, I'm I'm interested to see what happens between him and Christian Wood, because, well, from what I've seen in that game, I have my doubts on that pairing now. Only because Boogie can't play no defense, man. I didn't think it was supposed to be a pairing in my head. I thought it was always one or the other, personally. No, nah, I heard like that they the were start, gonna try. The they can play. They can play together. That's what yeah. I understand. Like they can play together, but like in terms of starting, I always thought it was gonna be one or the other. I always thought it was gonna be one or the other starting at center, and then they can play together, obviously, but not to start the game. Because I still believe you're gonna have PJ and Daniel House on the wings, and then it's gonna be one of those guys as big. And I'm not particularly sold on Christian Wood. I think the league has kind of moved. Like this guy didn't get bounced around the league for four years. Fact doing, doing basically what he did in Detroit. And like I think he's good, right? But it's just like, are you, is everyone saying that the league fucked up for four years when he was on like four different teams, or are we just gonna act like that never happened? Because there's not too many stories of a guy that gets bounced around the way that he did, and then he finds a home and he's successful. Only person I can think of really is Hassan Whiteside, and that didn't really end well. I'm super happy for him though. Like he's my guy still. Like I'm happy he got the bag. I remember when they came out with the initial 27 million. I said no, wood, no, pause, pause, pause. But then, actually, not nah, no wood is 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 the same still. But um, <laughs> when he came out again saying that it, they upped it to 44, I was like, that's that's it right there. And I don't know at this point. Like I don't even care if he doesn't even play. He got paid already, and that's all I really wanted for him. Like I I just wanted him to get his money, and he got the money. So. It is what it is. Like it's too late to take it back now. It's guaranteed. That's a fact. I mean, preseason for me, especially, is just kind of been. It's kind of been again. I'm watching it through the gaze of like summer league because I miss summer league. I really, I really do. And like a lot of these guys are coming on here and putting forms, but I'm not putting too much stock in it because. Like, what am I saying? Magic are winning the title. Magic? The Cavs. Yeah, they won their game. <laughs> Yo, they won their games. 
It's too early we to are, troll me like that. We all got. <laughs> Bucks lost to the Mavericks. Are they making the the playoffs or what? What am I saying? I don't know, man. A loser, bro. Unreal. <laughs> 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 It's preseason stuff. At least I'm going to definitely clip it out so man can hear this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. He thinks he's just at stuff. the end of the thing that, that man's won't hear him. Uh, uh, at, the, at, the, at the end of the day, give me a couple games. Me personally. Give me a couple games and me evaluate things. Yo, we've seen man's... Do man's remember Harrison Barnes when he left the, the Warriors? That yeah. year, his first year in Dallas where he did in the preseason? He's that man like, shot like two for 35 and man's, were, man's couldn't believe it. We thought that his powers got zapped from the finals when he sold. So then he came out and he was better the next year. Like, this shit could happen. Mads can be cold right now for the next three games in the preseason. And on opening night, they drop a 40 piece. So it is what it is. I don't I don't follow stretches. I follow trends still. Averages. Is that like a quarterball or like? <laughs> nah, he tried to time that what I do still, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, damn, man. I think it's about time to wrap it up, though, because I, I mean, we've been talking for a while. I'm sad I missed out on most of the discussion on the first part, but I made up for it in the second half, so we'll see what happens. Um, preseason's still going on, so don't be alarmed if we come back and have a little bit more takes next week on what has happened since we last spoke. Um, yeah, man, you, you guys have anything you want to say before we get out of here, man? I know we talked about a lot, but a lot's on the horizon, so don't hesitate to speak up. Dog, I just hope everyone stays healthy, man. We already lost Clay, and this is supposed to be the year. This is supposed to be the year when all squads are gearing up and getting ready. So I just hope everyone stays healthy, fam. It's inevitable that something may happen, but I'm just hoping. At least get us through preseason, fam. That's all. Yeah, I second that still. You don't want to ruin the season before it even gets together, which is why when I watch these guys go so hard, like, pause, I'm like, fam, just, you know, take it back. It is the preseason. Like, we don't got to be on the ground diving at loose balls, you know? Leave that to the mans that are trying to get, you know, the mans that are on the bubble. But that are yeah, fine for a yeah, roster spot. Like, still. What the fuck you doing? That's how towns on the ground. I was like, for what? <laughs> like, but so nah, mans can't turn it off, man. Nah, preseason still rolling, so we'll see. Yeah, still rolling, so we'll see what happens. But until next time, we're still gonna get back to you guys with some more information. Um, hopefully, we'll have some things on the horizon for the upcoming season. So stay tuned and stay locked for that. Make sure you guys never hoard a good thing. Share it to everybody. We want comments and feedbacks, right? We make sure that we're getting the feedback we want, constructive or not. And also make sure you're smashing the like button, giving us five stars, thumbs up, whatever nonsense they have on the site that you're listening to. Make sure you rate us highly, right? We need those to push the pod. Um, but yeah, it's a good discussion. We'll see what happens moving forward in the next coming days. NBA, there's never a dull moment, so I'm sure something will happen. But until then, we'll talk to you next time. It's the Harder Report. They won't swallow, we let them sticks breathe. Now my kind, I think they misbreathe. Go out and ride like I'm fishing. Another level, I'm on a big league. They want some money like a beast, please. It's fried like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bullets still fly like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Niggas still die like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mama still cry like.